Hi, you're welcome to Heroes Convos, and I'm your host, Ridwan. And yeah, we've been having different episodes. I've had Ryan, I've had Jerry, I've, I mean, we've discussed different topics, and I hope that you have watched this previous episodes that I've put up together, because they were there, or they were made for you to be blessed. So I hope you've been able to watch all these uh, previous episodes, have been blessed by them, I keep listening to them over and over again. So if you haven't, go back to the YouTube channel, watch it, subscribe like and share with friends and you can always go back to listen again and there's good news good news is that heroes convos is now available on podcast also the heroes convos podcast so you could find that on spotify itunes i believe it should be on itunes because i had to put it back up it was previously uh, a different podcast i used to call it faith and living with Ridwan, but then i changed the name to heroes convo so if you subscribe to the previous podcast that i owned then you still remain it's going to be the same channel but if you haven't please search for heroes convos on spotify google podcast or itunes and i hope it's going to come on uh different uh, podcast platforms also so that's the good news there so you are able to listen on the go so for those of you who don't like videos uh, it's not really that much about getting the views on the YouTube channel it's about you listening and being blessed so if you want to I mean if you're the kind of person who likes audio just hook up on the podcast and listen to the episodes I mean the previous episodes I also have old episodes on the previous podcast so you could listen to those old ones that i did why is the bible boring how to study the bible I, I, sometimes i think if i listen to that uh, particular recording i'm gonna uh, i don't know how i'm gonna feel but yeah just go there listen to those previous recordings they'll bless you and yeah so heroes convo is now available on podcast search for it look for it like subscribe to the channel and keep listening on the audio and so yeah I'm back with this new episode and this time around I'm going to be talking about listening to secular music. Uh, is it okay? This is a common question. Is it okay to listen to secular music or not? Uh, this, is a, this is a big problem. I remember when I first initially got born again and then I still have these songs that were not typically Christian songs in my mobile phone and I remember the, there was a pastor then he, he said you don't need to listen to this kind of music. That's not the kind of music you're supposed to be listening to. You're a believer. You're not supposed to listen to this music. You're supposed to listen to gospel. And I remember wondering, so you mean I'm only going to be listening to gospel music all through my life? I don't think that's possible. And, you know, I was trying to justify it. At some point, I became hardcore religious and I stopped all these songs and all that. And you see, it's a common question that comes up with different people every day asking can a believer listen to secular music and sometimes when you find believers listening to secular music you you find the religious uh, set of people condemning them and saying why are you listening to them so the point is is it wrong to listen to secular music can i just relax and chill and listen to songs that are not gospel as a believer is it a sin am i going to go to hell for that or is God really against it? Because sometimes when you, the way people view those who listen to secular music as believers or even sing secular music, you would see uh, this judgment on their eyes and it almost feels like they're making God cry. And every time I sing this song, God is crying. So now this episode is Jared uh, Gerhardt, you know, trying to answer that question. Should we listen to secular music as believers? So I'm going to start first from the concept of secular now what is secular secular basically means not pertaining to religion or spiritual matters what secular means in its original term the definition of secular is anything that doesn't have relation with religion 
or spiritual matters. So it's not pertaining to religion. It doesn't have anything to do with spiritual matters. It's basically on a neutral level. It's not spiritual. It's not religious. So this would mean that going to school is secular. Because if you go to school, you're learning business administration, you're learning pharmacy, you're learning uh, physics. That's secular because it has nothing to do with religion. You're going to school to learn. Learning a trade is secular because it has nothing to do with religion. It has nothing to do with spirituality. You're learning a trade. Making money is secular because as long as you're not making money through gospel stuff, but making money is purely secular. So these are, I mean, going on a trip with friends, hanging out on vacation, uh, taking pictures, the photography. These things are not spiritual. These are secular activities. And the same way, music is secular. So there is music that is pertaining to religious activity. There's music that is pertaining to spiritual activities. There's also music that is purely not spiritual, not religious. So the same way you go to school, the same way that could be school. So the, you could go to religion school or a religious school, like maybe theology or stuff like that. Now that's spiritual. You go to learn about the Bible in school. That's spiritual. You could go to a church to learn how to sing in the choir. Now this is um, spiritual matters, but going to school to learn how to read and write or going to school to, I mean, driving a car. These things are not spiritual activities. These are secular activities. And so we could have, so first and foremost, I just needed to break that idea of secular. Secular does not necessarily mean something negative or something evil. No, it just means it has no relation with religion or uh, spiritual things. That's classic. So first, first thing first, you should understand that secular does not always mean something bad. So let's put that aside because... Oftentimes, even in Nigeria, you find people when they say, Who is listening to secular song? And it it makes it sound like, Oh, you listen to some evil song. No. First, you get the word what secular is. So, there's so many things that you're doing in your life that are secular. So many things because they have nothing to do with religion. Waking up every morning has nothing to do with religion, it's a secular activity. Exercising is a secular activity. Reading a novel is just say, Going grocery shopping. That's secular activity. You could do all this, these are secular activities. They're not necessarily evil, but they're not religious either. And they're not spiritual either. So, first we get that point of um, secular. So, when we say secular music, this literally means music that is not religious or that is not spiritual in nature. That's what it is. So, can we listen to secular music? First and foremost, again, another part that I need to get is music is a beautiful concept or a beautiful thing that has that's as old as it's always been around i mean music is goes way back as a matter of fact the first person that was mentioned in the bible was jubal in the book of genesis chapter 4 verse 21 where the bible says he was the first person or he was the inventor of flutes and harp instruments that's amazing when i read it i was also amazed that so he was the first person to invent flutes and harp instruments so this to tell you that the concept of music musical instruments as goes way way back in uh, and it's universal it's cross-cultural i mean there is no culture no matter how remote or isolated they are that doesn't have some form of music that relates to music is cultural i mean every culture has music across the world in different even even those who haven't been exposed to any form of um, um, civilization or whatever we might call it they have music 
and ages past they have used different things to I mean to sing uh, whether with voices, whether with clapping of hands, whether with drumming with stones or with sticks, music has always been here. So not for I feel like it's something that God imprints in us to respond to. Music is a powerful means. It's something that you cannot just comprehend the power that music makes. And I feel it has more some of some spiritual or religious origin. I mean, one of the, the oldest known music was actually a religious hymn that was composed as the oldest known music that was discovered. So I don't think at any point anybody invented music, but I feel there was a time where we discovered why different cultures had music. So music cuts back to years in ancient time and there were so many musical instruments. I mean, even the Bible, when I just mentioned in Genesis chapter 4, by the time we move forward to 1 Samuel 10, you will see that uh, in the Hebrew culture, they had this... Uh, uh, very organized choir procession i mean when uh, saul was anointed to be king uh, samuel told him that as you go further these are the things you're going to see and that you're going to meet a company of prophets who are marching in a processional here processional way at least they would have flutes and harps and this was a very organized choir which actually gives us a hint into the fact that uh, the, the, the Hebrew culture was known for, I mean, was acquainted with good music, not just singing, but coordinated choir regulated kind of music where the people were trained. I mean, there were prophets, schools of prophets where people were trained how to sing. So music has always been a part of human history. And so it's a beautiful thing. And it also has this very strong power. I mean, to, I don't know, there is this power that music has that when you see when you speak in words it's different from when there are rhymes and when there's a rhythm to it and when there's a song when there are instruments played it. i mean a lot of um, the sounds actually there's a lot it's a whole load of music uh written on different kind of strings you would even see uh, david saying you should this should be played on this this should be played on that now uh, because it's amazing it's an amazing form man it's beautiful to the soul Music, it's beautiful to the soul. And it's always been like that. I mean, if, if you remember when you were when we were in a nursery school, when you were trying to make us learn some things or have, uh, how do I call this, um, uh, remember or make some things stick to our memories, what they do is put them in songs or in rhymes. And some of these rhymes, we never forget them till we die. Honestly, some we forget. Maybe some we never forget these rhymes. We never forget this song. Um, I can I can tell you as I'm talking right now. There are some nursery rhymes that are coming back to your head, and you're remembering those nursery rhymes you used to sing when you were younger. Um, I mean, the most common is A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P. Now that's actually amazing because it sticks to your head, and so whenever they want you to remember something for so long. They put it in songs, in rhymes, and it sticks. That's how beautiful the power of music is. So music has always been something that has been amazing through cultures. Now, the question, uh, the point is, music in itself is not a bad thing. It's not dangerous um, because it's something beautiful. But like every other thing that has been created in the world, music can be perverted. Things, I mean, man is perverted. I mean, so many things have happened. Uh, creation, uh, perversion continues to happen. So like every other good thing that ha always has some perverted side, I mean, where people can misuse or abuse. Music can also be misused 
or abused or used for the wrong things. So the question shouldn't shouldn't be, should I listen to secular music? Or is listening to secular music bad? The question should be, what does this music promote? So I'm bringing this back to the Christian point of view. Is it wrong to listen to secular music? So now that I've established that secular music is something that is not pertaining to religious or spiritual. So um, even in the Bible, uh, when, when Jesus was at the wedding in Galilee, they weren't playing gospel songs. They weren't singing gospel songs. When they were singing, they were singing songs that have to do that. Folklore songs. I mean, they're different genre of songs. I mean, so many. Pop R&B, that's what we know most of the times. But there's folklore, there's, there's poetry in music. There's rap, there's rhythm, a rap, rhythm, art, and poetry. That's what it means, rap, and that's music. Uh, there are different forms of beat. There's the rock part. There's, I mean, there are lots of genre of songs. I mean, and when you listen to some song, you just feel, I remember I listened to some Native American tunes, and oh my God, it was so, it was so much. As <laughs> It puts you in some certain moods. Music has a way of I mean, giving you moods, lifting you up when you're down. Uh, or bringing you into that melancholy state for somebody who likes me. I like melancholy songs because they make me mellow and then I get thinking and opens up my creativity. But uh, the point is, like I said, music itself is not bad. Or listen to secular songs because there are many songs that have nothing to do with the gospel or with God, but doesn't necessarily mean that they're evil. They're just not pertaining to religion. So the question shouldn't be, should we listen to secular music? It should be, what does this music promote? That's actually the right question to be asking. Uh, the Bible admonishes us to do all things to the glory of God, even in our moments of pleasure. So now in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, he says, So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So when I, I, I should have this in the back of my mind. That whatever I do in this world, I do it for the glory of God, even in my pleasure. I remember when we were doing the last episodes about is God against pleasure, or uh, God is not against you having fun or having, I mean, enjoying yourself as long as you're doing it within the boundaries of God and within His love and within His glory. So, the same with music. So, if I'm, whatever I do in general, I should do that in the glory of God. So if I'm listening to music also, if I'm paying attention to music, even if it's not pertaining to religion or spiritual matters, I should make sure that whatever I'm trying to do or listen, whatever kind of music I'm listening to is not against the nature of God or does not betray the person of God or is not outrightly evil, which is against God. Because we bring glory to God by doing things that please Him. That's the idea and not against them. And first, when you understand whose love you are in, you realize that your life is for Him. In Him we move, we have our being, and we live. So when we have all this, I mean, when we, we remember this, we, we know how to set these boundaries for ourselves. So, and then the Bible also says in First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 22, it says, abstain or stay away from all kinds of evil. Another translation says, flee every appearance of evil. So the question isn't whether we should listen to secular music, like I said, but it is, what does this music promote? There are lots of music that are released, the songs that are released today that 
do not really have any evil contents. They're just simply story songs, poetry songs, songs that have to do with life in general, songs that have to do with uh, motivation, there's songs like that. Uh, there's songs that have to do with love. Even though some idea of uh, love songs can be very, very tricky uh, because of some words that are said to a human being that should actually be used for God. Uh, but on, if, you, if a Christian is singing in this light, understanding the love of God, the way he would sing a love song would be totally different from the way an unbeliever would. But generally, there are songs that have to do with morals. There are songs that have to do with encouragement, with love with life, with story, with poetry, and beautiful songs now. They do not necessarily demean anyone. They do not bring down anyone. They do not necessarily go against God or speak evil against God. They do not encourage you to do things that are anti-God or anti that are uh, against the scriptural or anti-scriptural. They're just nice songs. And I, I don't believe um, you should stop listening to those. Uh, you, you're not let's be honest yeah while it's amazing and it's advisable to have lots of gospel songs that elevate god or give glory to god uh continually played around us because why did i say this is music has a way of staying in our hearts and in our minds longer than any other influence we remember songs fast we remember songs the rhythm the tunes even the lyrics they sit right there in our subconscious and sometimes they act out at different times. Sometimes you go to bed and some songs you've listened to some 10 years ago just starts playing. And you're wondering, I didn't even listen to the song, where did it come from? It's right there in your subconscious. So while it's advisable to make sure that you soak yourself in gospel songs, that is songs that proclaim the goodness of God, the love of God, that encourage uh, godliness in our lives to make sure that your subconscious is filled with this kind of songs I can also tell you that it's, it's almost impossible for you not to be able to listen to any other song as you live through life except you just locked yourself in you will always hear the songs uh, that are released as secular songs so is it bad to listen to the songs that are not necessarily anti-God? It's not bad. It's not a bad idea to do that. God is not against you. As a matter of fact, he doesn't say, oh, we're sitting there and say, oh, that's a sin. You listen to some song. No, that's not what he's about. As long as you understand whose love you're in and whose child you are. So the point there is being able to, uh, how do I say this? Being able to draw the line what kind of secular song are you listening to clearly if a song is encouraging sex outside of marriage objectification of the human body sexual objectification of the human body it's most especially songs nowadays are mostly about objectifying the woman's body these things are anti-scriptural songs that demean songs that encourage violence when i was younger i used to love rap music i, I have i have this I love rap music and but a lot of rap songs we grew up with had a lot of gangsterism in them and violence in them and so when you when you sing this song and when you're rapping this rap songs i mean it gives you this morale i mean you're 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 feeling like a gangster and this songs promotes this sense of gangsterism and guys, they feel, oh, I have to be part of the streets. 
These are anti-scriptural songs. That's to be honest. They're not encouraging you to do good, but rather they're encouraging you to go against the scripture. God is not about how you're going to kill the other person to be superior to them or to show that you're superior to them. The songs that promote materialism, trusting in wealth, uh, paper chasing, trusting in wealth and not in God. These songs are anti-scriptural. They're not what you should be listening to. They're not what you should be soaking your mind with. Because the truth is, you may say these things do not do anything to you. You may say, oh, it's about the beat. The truth is, these things are soaking in your subconscious. And at some point, you start getting ideas. You think it's from you, but they're not from you. They're as a result of this influence that you've filled your heart with. And out of the abundance of your heart, that's what's going to come out of you. That's basic. So... When you're listening to songs, you should be able to draw the boundaries. I mean, what is this song promoting? I remember I've said it before. I've shared this many times in our church. There was, some, there was a song that was released and I never understood what the song was. So I just listened to the song and I don't want to mention the name because I don't want anybody to go looking for it. But it was released by a Nigerian artist and just sing the song. But then later on, I, was, I just broke down one day and I said, what's the lyrics? So I broke down the lyrics to understand. And I saw the song was about rape. He was literally talking about how he was going to rape a girl. And that's where I realized, no, this is the wrong thing. What am I promoting? With my mouth, I'm promoting rape of another person? That's wrong. Then I started track back. It isn't just about, it isn't just about the beats. It isn't just about vibes. It's about the artist singing out of the abundance of what they have in their hearts. This is why it's also important that Christians should take up singing in the secular music industry. I mean, yes, you can sing gospel songs and glorify God. That's amazing. But also Christians should take up singing secular songs, encouraging good things in a secular way and not necessarily things that promote violence, rape sexual objectification, immorality, and so I mean, when you watch so many contemporary music today, a whole lot of it is filled with naked people dancing, um, encouraging going wild, encouraging getting drunk, and these are not songs to fill yourself with. Because you can't keep listening to this kind of songs, and then one day you feel like doing some of it, and you say, oh, I don't know what came over me. You know what came over you. <laughs> you started it by sowing the seed. That's what our heart is. Scripture tells us in Romans chapter 12 to renew our minds daily. Not being like the world, but renewing our minds. So we'll be able to prove that acceptable will of God. And so if we're going to stand as Christians, like I say, the question shouldn't be, should I listen to secular music? The question should be, what is this music promoting? So I think we should stop rolling with the waves of, oh, it's just bits, it's just vibes, it's just vibes on vibes. No. Sit down. Break down the lyrics of what you're singing. A good song is mostly in the lyrics. The beat may be nice. The song, I mean, the, the rhythm may be very nice, which sticks to your brain and all that. But in that rhythm, there's a lyrics that also sticks to your brain. I've had times where I had to translate some songs to some people and then do you know what what he said here do you know what it means so I don't know I'm just listening to the song said then I say this is what the song 
means. Why did you tell me the meaning? I just want to listen to the bit. But you can't separate the lyrics from the rhythm. It's from the same person. It's what he's promoting. And if he's promoting it, you're also promoting it. You're helping to promote his or her anti-God mind. Let me say it that way. So when you say, oh, I'm just listening to the beat, I just love the beat. You're also endorsing what he or she says. So, what does this music promote? Like I said, there are thousands of secular music that do not promote evil, that do not promote immorality, that do not promote uh, gangsterism or violence. And there are lots of songs like that. You just listen to them to relax, to chill, maybe with your loved one, maybe with your spouse, maybe with the family. These are just family songs. These are just feeling good songs. They do not necessarily, you don't necessarily feel like, oh, I've got to hold a girl, I've got to grab her, I've got to force her to dance with me or do some immoral, nasty stuff with them. These are just songs to relax and chill. There are lots of songs like that. And it's not wrong for you to listen to them. But you should be able to draw the line. What does the song promote? Do I endorse what they say in the song? Not just the vibes. Not just the beats. Am I endorsing what is said in the song? If the words in the song were said to me as a human, in normal words, without singing, would I appreciate them? Is it something I want to pass on to the next person? That's what we should be out after. That's what we should be looking after or thinking about. So, yeah, I'm not trying to say stay away from all secular music. No, I listen to secular music. I, I, I know quite a lot of music, but I'm very picky about songs that I let stay in my head. And oftentimes, I find myself that maybe if I had listened to one or two, three secular music for a while, I go back to the gospel music and I soak myself in it. I just keep listening and listening and over again. There's so many beautiful gospel songs. And not all songs that have Jesus in it is gospel, by the way. Yeah, that's the truth. That's another topic for another day. But uh, I've listened to very sound, truthful gospel songs and hymns. I listen to them over and over. I let them remain in my heart so that these songs would be in my subconscious there are days where you just feel so down and some beautiful song that is for the lord just comes out and lifts you up lifts you up rather so it's a beautiful song i mean i do that to try help my heart so i soak myself in all this and the same thing i advise you to do make sure that your playlist is more of gospel and glorifying god glorifying songs that would lift your heart and show you of the goodness of god and how much you want to be holy and separated unto him but in your time of relaxation, in your time of chilling, try try listen to secular songs that do not promote evil or that do not promote things that are against the scripture. You will notice. So, yeah, I hope I've been able to answer this question uh, about secular music. Uh, the people of, in the Bible, people listen to this song. As a matter of fact, when singing songs has, has been part of humans that whenever they will go through victory in the book of Exodus, music sang Moses sang a song of praise when they crossed over from the Red Sea, when they passed through the Red Sea. And it always happens like that, where people uh, express the state of their heart through songs. Psalms is all about expression of your heart, of uh, a person's heart through songs. And this is amazing. You could also do that. You could even sing yourself. I mean, write songs in your house yourself. But uh, some of these songs may be secular. Some of them may be gospel. Some of them may be God glorified. You need to be able to draw that line. 
processing it. So it's the same in,、uh, principle we apply for pleasure. We're doing here. If I'm going to enjoy God, First Corinthians chapter ten, verse thirty-one. Whatever you do, do it to the glory of God. Always remember this. So, should you listen to secular song? The answer is yes and no. <laughs> you already should pick the answer from here. So, I hope this is best to you in this short episode. So, yeah, relax. Listen to the songs you want to listen to, but always have it at the back of your mind: Is this to the glory of God? Am I doing this within the love of God? Thank you for listening today. I'm gonna bring you some more, more, more episodes、uh, and topics that we're gonna discuss, and I have some、uh, guests that have been lined up for lined up for the upcoming episode. So watch out. There are big things coming for Hughes Convos. I'm gonna let you know and update you as things continue to happen. But till then, enjoy the episodes. Enjoy this particular one that I just watched、uh, talked about, and then watch the previous ones. God bless you and have a good time. Bye.